Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hello, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Ministries Cyber Church. This is where you go to church with people all over the world, people who are watching this in Pakistan, all over Europe and Central America and South America and all over the United States are gathering together with you learning and growing in this so that we can change the way that the world sees God. This is the last in this series about the supernatural power of making decisions. And you notice that we've let this thing run for two whole months because I want to give you everything you need. Yes, there's always more in the series, but I want you to have everything that I can give you on this. And today, we're getting down to the practical aspect of how to step into this life of blessing, how to put this on and make this work in your life. I'm going to give you tools that are really going to be transforming and powerful. Now listen, all of these messages are available at www.impactministries.com. Visit them anytime you want. I'll be right back. This is usually the part where I give you the opportunity to download a free message. But this month, I am going to let you download an entire complete free series, one of my very best series on goal setting. It's called Power Tools for Goal Setting. I'll tell you, this is the stuff I teach people in workshops and charge a lot of money for it in businesses so people can learn how to live their dreams. The special offer that I'm going to have for you this month, Choose Life, is a great series, and you're going to need this information, but this series on goal setting Really, you just need it. You just need to have it along with this information. So I don't want you spending that much money. I just want to give it to you. And the only way you can get this is to download my free mobile app and to say yes to the push notifications. Or if you already have my mobile app, go in and check yes to the push notifications so that we can be sure and get this to you. This is going to help you live your dreams. Every message in this series has provided some practical steps that you can take. That's why we have a mentoring moment is because as much as I can, long distance, I want to do what a mentor would do for you. I want to show you the practical aspects of walking this thing out. And, you know, that's really the biblical way. The closer and the more personal you can get with anybody that's teaching you anything, you can discover, first of all, if it really works for them. But, you know, if people don't don't give us any practical way to put these things into application. We just got information that in the end will ultimately frustrate us. So even though we've been giving you practical steps all through this, today is where we take the quantum leap. But now remember this, everything that we've done, all the steps that I've shown you so far are about preparing yourself to be the person who can honestly choose God's quality of life, not just teach you to make a decision because making a decision apart from being that person is really just meaningless. You know, the emphasis has been to be the person who lives this life, not just the person who makes a casual decision. You know, if you're just casually making the decision, then the way of life that you continue to live 
may negate your decision. You know, the Bible talks about things that frustrate or neutralize grace. And in context, the book of Galatians is talking about legalism. But you know, there's a lot of other things that can actually negate or neutralize grace. So let's read the scripture again, where we started. We started this, and I'm not reading the whole passage, but we started this in Deuteronomy 30, 19, where God says, I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life that both you and your descendants may live. And remember, the people of Israel, by the time the book of Deuteronomy was written, the whole world had been influenced by the corrupt doctrines of the Nephilim. And one of the most corrupt doctrines of the Nephilim was called fatalism. And fatalism is the idea that in science eventually became called determinism and in Christianity became called sovereignty. And we've already talked about the fact that God is sovereign, but fatalism and determinism basically tells a person that you can't make choices that will change your life. If we can't make choices that will change our life, we're no different than the animals. And that's one of the unique factors of being a human being. Not only can we make choices, it is the choices that we make that guide and shape our life. And those choices, as you know, are made right out of belief. All of the occultism that had influenced the thinking of the entire world was influencing the children of Israel to the extent that they just thought God was in control and whatever God wills is what's going to happen. As you've already learned, that is not a biblical concept. You know, the will of God has nothing to do with God making your decisions for you. And while God is sovereign, God does not violate His Word. He doesn't violate His integrity. And He doesn't violate you or your integrity. You have been created the likeness and the image of God. You have to make your own decisions. God will not make them for you. So in Deuteronomy 30, 19, He says, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, you choose life. And like we said, if you don't choose life, then you default to something else. And the only other thing you can default to is death because you're going to default to the way of the world and everything in the world tends toward chaos and destruction. So everything in this message today is about application. So the goal is you have to decide, I want life. I want the quality of life that God promises. I want all of the blessings of God. And as we've already realized, Jesus qualified me for this. I'm free from the curses. The blessings and the promises are freely given to me. So I am choosing this. And until you get very deliberate and intentional about that choice, you are still riding on the default mechanism. But then the second aspect of this is to decide to be the person who can live that life or who lives that life, who always chooses life in every situation and every circumstance. You know, for example, you can't choose to have life and love in your marriage and then treat your spouse evil, bad, cruel, harsh. You can't decide that you're going to have financial success and prosperity and be lazy and not work. You can't decide that. In other words, making a decision doesn't just mean this is what I want. Making a decision from a biblical point of view gets down to the root of this is who I am. I am this person. I not only will be this person, but I am this person because in Christ, all things are possible to me. So there are no limits. There are no boundaries. So I have to make this decision to be this person. So get ready. And you'll probably have to watch this program two or three times to get all of this 
And of course, in the CD series, we go into a lot more detail of other little exercises that you can do that we just don't have time to demonstrate in this program. But I want you to start with this. I want you to write out your decision to choose life, and I want you to write it in your own words. Don't type it on the computer. Write it out in cursive handwriting. Now, you can come back and type it later, but remember, when doing any exercises that you want to influence the way you think, influence your subconscious mind, or influence ultimately your heart, it's always best to write these exercises out in cursive, in longhand, and I was explained to you why, because of how that bypasses your critical conscious and actually makes an impact on the subconscious mind. So just write it out. Just write out your decision. You know, today I have determined, I've made up my mind, I'm tired of life not working. I'm tired of life being on and being off. I'm tired of sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. I'm tired of struggling. I choose life. I choose blessing, and it is all mine in Jesus. And I may not know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there because God is going to get me there. Christ in me is going to support this decision. Write out however you need to. And really, the more details you write about making this decision, how you feel about this decision, you may even say, right now, I don't even believe this can really happen, but I'm making a choice. I'm going to come to believe because God's going to bring me to the place where I believe. You know, all the things I've had to face in my life and still face always start with a decision. And many times my prayer is, God, you know, I don't really believe this. And you know, even at this moment, I don't even want this. But I know that following your truth is always the pathway to life. So I'm trusting you to bring me to the place where I do believe it. Bring me to the place where I do want it because I want you and I want to be who I'm called to be in Jesus. So you begin then to create a clear mental picture of who you're going to be. You know, we read this scripture, Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now that word vision, even though primarily it is used to speak of a spiritual vision, the root word for that vision means to gaze at something or to mentally perceive something and then to contemplate it. So the truth is a clear mental picture that is based on the promises of the Word of God is just as powerful as God giving you a vision. And I know I've had visions, but most of the things I've walked out with God, I created the clear mental picture because I took the Word of God and said, this is what God's Word says. This is who I am in Jesus. This is what it's going to look like. And so you write every detail of what it will look like because of the fact that you have chosen life. Now, I would recommend that you get one nice-looking, attractive notebook that you don't use for anything else except your choose-life journey because all the exercises I'm going to give you are going to involve writing things down, keeping a journal of some sort so that you keep up with what's going on in your life. And uh, you're going to be using tools to make this journey. Listen, I'm going to be back in just a few minutes, and we're going to jump to more specifics about how you're going to make this journey. You're going to have the tools to make this work. Our offer for this month is the supernatural power of making decisions. And it is an incredible, incredible offer that's going to help you make a journey into a whole new quality of life. But I want to give you for free a 
power tool for goal setting package that's going to help you. It's going to work with this series that we have. And the way you get that for free is to download my mobile app and turn on the push notifications. Or if you already have my mobile app, turn on the push notifications and we're going to send this out to you. It's going to change your world. You know, almost everyone is familiar with the scripture in Habakkuk 2.2, where the Lord tells him, he says, write the vision and make it plain so that he who reads it can run with it. Well, you see, you're creating a vision in your heart based on the promises of the word of God, and you're the one that's got to run with it. So if it is not plain to you, you can't run with it. So you're going to write everything about what you're going to look like. You're going to write everything about how you're going to feel, how life is going to be based on the fact that you have chosen life. Now, I call this an emotional character sketch. And remember, anytime you're doing something to write on your heart or influence transformation, almost always the rule is it has to be written or spoken in first person in a positive form and in the present tense as if it's true because God and your heart only function in the now. They don't function in the past. They don't function in the future. And so unless you bring something into the now, you are not, in fact, making a decision at this moment. You're hoping, you're thinking, you're contemplating, you're wishing. But until it comes into the now, it is not actually a decision. And this emotional character sketch, this is where you write it out. And you'll want to write a page or two, or at least a half a page, but this is where you write up with particular emphasis on the emotions. If your life is actually filled with blessings, if it's really working the way you expect it to based on God's promises, then you need to write this character sketch because you're actually making a painting so you can see what this really looks like. You know, a character sketch might be, Father, I, I thank you. And you write all this out. Father, I thank you that every day when I wake up, I wake up feeling your love. I wake up feeling connected to you. You say, well, that's not how I wake up. No, we're writing a character sketch of what it would look like if your life was full of blessings, full of the promises, full of the quality of life that God has given you in Jesus. And so you got to see what you look like then, not focus on where you are now. I thank you, Father, I wake up and I feel your presence. I feel your love. I think that every single day I look forward to the day. When my eyes open, I'm looking forward to this day. And I know that every single day of my life, every situation that I face, every challenge that I face, I know that I will always prevail because I'm an overcomer. I know that I am in Christ and Christ is in me and greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And so you write that out. You may even have some, some specific challenges. Say if you've got health challenges right now, you might write out like, Father, I thank you that as I follow you, I am filled with energy. I'm filled with health. I have a pain-free life. In other words, you write all of this stuff out. And no matter how many pages you write out, you write all this stuff out. And I'm going to encourage you, for at least for the first 30 days, to read this every day. And then after that, to read it about once a week. And then after that, for a few weeks, you read it about once a month. And you're not trying to force it to happen. You're just trying to see what you look like.
living this life. And at, the more you perceive that and ponder it, and ultimately, every time you read it, you just commit yourself to the grace of God. Father, I commit this to you. I surrender who I am to you. I don't know how this is going to happen. I'm not going to try to make this happen. I'm just going to follow you every day because I'm surrendered to you. And you know what? You'll just find yourself one day in the future, you'll find yourself living that life. Now, what you'll find now is in your emotions and the way you feel about yourself, about life, it'll start changing right now. Now, another thing you want to do is count the cost, and you want to write all this out. Counting the cost is where you basically you write out, you know, these are some of the challenges that I'm going to face because I'm making this decision. You know, some of the challenges I've had to face is there are people that I loved and cared about that I realized I couldn't really be close to them anymore because they always draw me into some kind of negative issue. It's not their fault. I'm not blaming them. But I can't be around people who draw me into these destructive conversations and these judgments and these ways of thinking. And so write it out. It may take days to completely write this out. As a matter of fact, every time you see what it may cost, reaffirm out loud, write it down and make a decision and reaffirm, even though it may cost me blank, I choose the life of God because the life of God is better than anything I can ever have or hold on to in this world. In other words, make a choice about everything. And like I said, there's always a downside even to every good decision. There's always some negative things that come, but that doesn't mean they have to negatively influence you. You know, you might need to then say, okay, part of the cost is what do I need to stop? You see, there's some things I need to stop doing. I've got to bring congruence to my life. You can't continue in behavior that negates the decision that you're making. You know, in the area of health, there's a terminology that I like. A doctor friend of mine uses this, and he says, you know, the first thing you got to do to get healthy is stop stepping on the landmines. Well, you know, that kind of applies to every area of life. I've got to stop stepping on the landmines that keep blowing up my life because I can't have a peaceful, loving, productive, prosperous life if I keep doing things that blow the possibility for that life up. So you have to remember, everything... Everything we do either takes us toward life or takes us toward death. You know, Proverbs 18, 9, and it translates it this way in the Amplified Bible, as well as many Hebrew translations say it this way. It says, he who is loose and slack in his work is brother to him who is a destroyer. So if I'm lazy, I'm not just missing work, I'm destroying. Well, what am I destroying? I'm destroying my success and prosperity. And then it goes on to say, and he who does not use his endeavors to heal himself is brother to him who commits suicide. So I'm either committing suicide or healing myself, and there's really not a third option. So I got to stop stepping on the landmines and the next thing I may start keeping a journal of is what things will I need to start? You know, day by day, I'm going to realize, you know what? I not only have to put this off, I got to put on something in the place of it. What am I going to do? I don't want to just stop eating junk food. I want to start eating healthy food. This means I might have to educate myself. I might have to learn some things. I might have to listen to a teaching series. I might have to find a mentor. I might, you know, who knows? But after you do all of this, then you write a contract with yourself. And that contract with yourself just needs to be something like, you know, on such and such a date, I have entered into a contract with myself based on the Word of God that I choose the quality of life that God offers. And I choose to give up anything that would get in the way of that 
and I choose to put on and learn and develop any new things that will help me make this journey. And I commit this to the grace of God. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm going to follow God and trust him to make it happen. Then one other little part of the exercise. Now, every night, and I've taught you this before. You know, you can get the details of this in my series on what to do when nothing seems to work. But every night, about 15 minutes before you go to sleep, when you realize you're getting sleepy, write a one-sentence statement about any area of your life and, you know, start with whatever is the most pressing. Let's say right now, if the biggest thing you're struggling with is finances, then every night you want to write one sentence or two at the most, maybe even three, but really the shorter and more concise it is, the better. But you want to write a sentence, and it's going to be personal, present tense, and positive, that would say something like, let's say finances is an issue, is every day I am growing in my capacity to prosper, and I am making better decisions, however you want to word it. But it just needs to be short and concise. And every night you say, how long do I do that? You know, you might do it for three or four months or six months. It doesn't matter. But at some point, you're going to recognize that you have already made that transition and you don't need to do it anymore. You might need to do it in the area of health. You might need to make a statement like, Every day, I'm growing in energy and strength. Every day, my health is improving. Every day, I'm becoming more capable of living the quality of life that God has promised. And you just do that and close the book and don't even worry about how it's going to work. Now, one of the things that almost all of us face is what's called psychological reversals. And in our mentoring moment, I'm going to talk to you about how to test for psychological reversals. A psychological reversal is where on a conscious level, you are choosing one thing, but on a subconscious level or in a heart belief, you're either choosing something else or believing something else. And I cannot tell you how many people I've worked with that have psychological reversals. Almost all of us, myself included, we have psychological reversals in some area of our life. may not be in our life as a whole, but see, we think because we consciously desire something that we believe it in our heart or that subconsciously we desire the same thing. And many, many times people find out that they actually intellectually want one thing but at a belief level, they don't believe they're worthy, or at a subconscious level, they want something else. Why would they want it? Secondary gain. You know, they don't know who they would be if they weren't being this. It's become a part of their identity. It's become a habit that they put on. They don't know what they would do if they changed what they're doing now. There's a lot of reasons, but at the end of the day, they all relate back to either guilt, shame, or secondary benefit, where you're getting something that you want out of that. So listen, Come back for my mentoring moment, and I'm going to show you how to put this on. I'll be right back. Don't forget, I've got a free offer for you this month, Power Tools for Goal Setting. I'm telling you, it's one of the best teaching series I've ever done on goal setting. But the way you get this is to download my mobile app and say yes to the push notifications. That's the only way you can get it because it's going to come to you through a push notification. Also, if you already have my mobile app, be sure and go back and make sure you have turned on the push notifications. I got a lot of things I'm going to be sending you to help you fulfill your goals, but you got to have the app to get it. This year, we're advancing our Operation 1 billion. In other words, we are really stepping it up so that we can reach 1 billion people for the Lord Jesus with the gospel 
of the kingdom. Now, Jesus said that before he can return, the gospel of the kingdom has to be preached to the ends of the earth. Not just the gospel of conversion, not just talking about Jesus, not just talking about getting saved, but the gospel of the kingdom. That's where Jesus is Lord. That's where we enter into this realm called the kingdom of God. That's where we usher in the return of the Lord Jesus to establish his kingdom here on earth. I am so excited about what we're going to do this year. Listen, if you've got my mobile app, you're going to be getting testimonies that will tell you about what's happening around the world as we're training people in Operation One Billion. Or if you sign up for our blog or sign up for all of our notifications online, you can get this. I want to keep informed. I want you to see what's happening. I want you praying for and giving for the very best things in the world to happen for us. You know, what I'm going to teach you now is just basically what I call the worthiness test. You see, most people on some level don't believe that they are worthy for the quality of life that God gives us. We've all made mistakes. We've all had failures. We can all look at some time in our life where we're thinking, man, if I was God, I would have killed me for that. So we have these beliefs about ourselves. So what we want to do is we want to do what the Bible says. We want to find ourselves approved or find ourselves worthy. Because remember, everything either takes us toward life or toward death. And we've got to make sure that we are using our endeavors to heal ourselves. Now, the body, your body actually has the capacity to recognize what is true for you, not for anybody else. You, you can't tell what's true for anybody else. All you can tell about is what's true for you. And this is called kinesiology, or this is, you understand this in kinesiology. And through the science of kinesiology, people have developed what's called muscle testing. Now, a lot of Christians just flip out over muscle testing, but remember, in the Bible, they used the Urim and the Thummim. In the Bible, they prayed and cast lots. There were a lot of things that they did that today, in charismatic circles, you'd think, oh, no, that's not good. Well, you know, God created this body to recognize what is good for us. And, um, you know, the Urim and the Thummim, let me explain how the Urim and Thummim worked. When they couldn't hear from God, basically, the priest put his hand into the ephod, the pocket of his ephod. There were two colored stones in there, and they'd say, God, should we go to war today? And one stone that they would pull out would be a yes. One stone pull out would be a no. And they won many incredible battles just using that simple process. So like I said, your body will give you yes and no answers about you. And you do this through muscle testing. Now, you can go online on Google or go to YouTube and you can see people muscle test. Now, a lot of people come up with goofy reasons about why it works. The reason it works is because anything that's good for you or truth strengthens your body and anything that's not truth weakens your body. So here's what you want to do. Look this up. Like I said, go online, learn about muscle testing or get the series where I'll have time to explain it more. And you want to muscle test yourself by making these statements. I completely love and accept myself. If that's true when you say it, your body will get stronger. If not, it'll get weaker. I want to be happy. You'll get stronger or weaker. I want to be miserable. You'll get stronger or weaker. I like and respect who I am. You'll get stronger or weaker. I look forward to personal growth and change. Stronger or weaker. I am open to receiving financial blessings. Stronger or weaker. I believe I can have a life filled with blessings. And you'll find out what you really believe by testing yourself on this. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, 
we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com, with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.